WTBR FM Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Hey, everybody. And good morning from Berkshire County. This is Ham on and WTBR-FM. We got a big show today. How's it going today with everybody, huh? In studio with us, we'll have her on in just a few minutes, is Marsha Ford, KW1U, the section traffic manager for Massachusetts. We'll have her on in just a few minutes. We're going to go quickly into the news. Quickly into the news. Quickly, quickly. quickly. I'm sure you all heard about this. This is kind of, you know that uh, the um, Facebook thing about the the Area 51? Yes. It's been, what, since July. This is our top story. Yes, yes. I can't can't believe it's wormed its way into ham radio. It's wormed its way into every other community. Let's. Uh, for those, for those of you who don't know, it's a Facebook event urging attendees to storm Area 51 <laughs> on September 20th. It started as a joke and then became mm-hmm. a national phenomenon, swelling to over 2 million RSVPs. The prank quickly garnered mm-hmm. the attention of both the U.S. military and the rural communities that live in, nearby, in near Area 51 in rural Nevada. The event's founder has disassociated himself with the event out of fear of that logistics will overwhelm whoever shows up in the desert. The Nye County Sheriff's Office confirmed already in a video <coughs> statement that they had picked up and arrested the first wave of Naruto runners. <coughs> oh, Jesus. So, so... Oh, no. Naruto. It started with my anime. Oh, Lord, help me now. Yeah. Naruto, oh, my goodness. Naruto is an anime. and, and Yes, yes, it is. It's an, it's an anime based off a boy that in has a uh, fox demon sealed inside of him. Lord, help me now. And because of the running, because the running is that the arm is, that the arms are behind you when you run. So that's where they kind of got the idea from. But, oh, my dear sweet Lord, have mercy. Help me now. Yeah, and the, the two young men that were arrested were from the Netherlands. Of course, they are they are YouTubers. Of course, oh, they goodness. made it within three miles inside the Air Force Base property. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, this is coming from the uh, public information coordinator for the Nevada section of the ARRL. Amateur radio operators have been deploying since Tuesday, September 17th, in advance of the gathering in Rachel, Nevada. Population, by the way, 54. (laughs) Known as Storm Area 51, while the music festival Alien Stock has moved to downtown Las Vegas, the Storm Area 51 movement is going to take place with very little infrastructure in Rachel. The Lincoln County Sheriff, Carrie Lee, and the emergency manager, Eric Holt, activated the Amateur Radio Emergency Service Aries in Lincoln, Clark, and Nye Counties. Amateur radio operators, yay, yay. have, have <laughs> you're not an amateur radio operator, have began to hey, set I up stations, my two cents here. Come have on began now. to set up stations 
and placing several portable repeaters and link stations in the areas of Alamo, Hico, Tickaboo Valley, as well as Rachel to support the event. The goal is to provide timely and accurate communication to the incident command so that the appropriate action reaction can be taken. The hail operators will be prepared to dry camp that is being fully self-contained for the duration of the deployment, which is expected to run through Sunday, September 22nd. Oh, Meetings are taking know. place in advance of the event to continually update the ARIES plan to ensure that all operators are prepared as well as can be expected. The trick to the event is to prepare for the known unknown, how much power, food, water, and fuel, and other items will be needed to sustain the ham operators for the duration of the event, given the level of participation is only an estimate. Traveling through remote areas where there is no internet and no cell phone coverage is an incumbent to maintain voice communication with the command post for accidents can occur involving life-threatening instances regardless of the eventuality, eventual number of attendees. Amateur radio operators are often the first to provide critical and timely information. This event demonstrates the commitment of amateur radio operators to provide communications when needed. In addition to the hams in the area, the event, in the event area, Clark County Aries members will be staffing the Clark County Emergency Communication Center to monitor the event. The ECC is an area with a full suite of amateur ra radios, including HF, UHF, VHF, and packet, along with a full complement of radios used for state and county communications. And that brings us to our topic of our show. We're going to go to other quick news, but the topic of our show today is NTS and traffic handling oh, and of all that good stuff. So we'll go over to Jesse for some news. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Uh, let me see, starting, starting 9 a.m. September 20th through the 29th and ending at 11 p.m., there will be a special event to honor Oscar, not the satellite, but an actual person. Uh, the special event in, the special event call sign is N1, is November 1 Oscar. The event, in, the event is called the Hammond Century and was named after a staff member of the AARL. <coughs> Sorry about that. On September, on September 25th, Oscar, Oscar Norris, who they're hosting the event for, the W4OXH, he'll be a 102 years old, God bless him. Um, the event... The event will be um, uh, will be active on two meters, uh, one forty six megahertz, uh, seven seventy centimeters for forty megahertz and DMR. So for those hams that are listening, uh, there you go. There's an event going on for you, and here is the thing. Oscar is totally blind, and he does ham radio. There are a lot of blind hams that go ahead and are into ham radio. It's not really that hard to do. Hey, more power to him. Uh, let me see. Uh, most of the time, he can be found on uh, 444.45. 
uh, W4CQ repeater of the Charlotte Amateur Radio Club. That's where he's usually found. Um, so for hams that are looking to go ahead and do that, there you go. And uh, I got that for you. And now back over to Peter with more news, if there is more news. All right, the, uh, the, the propagation report real quick. The solar activity continued at very low levels under a spotless solar disk. No Earth-directed CMEs were observed. For you non-hams, just worry about the sunspot numbers, which are zero. Uh, <laughs> the, so, the solar activity is expected to be at very low levels on the 18th and the 20th. The solar wind, which which the hams understand, and and, and everybody, that, and shortwave listeners, and they, they all understand it. The non-hams, not so much. <laughs> solar wind speeds averaged around 400 kilom kilometers per second, with a slight increase in your. Although there, although there might be some non-hams that are into astrology, that might know. Astronomy. 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 Don't leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm having a day. A I, a I have no coffee. Leave me alone. With a slight increase to nearly 450 kilometers per second by periods end. The geometric field was mostly quiet with isolated active periods between 1700 and 0300 UTC. Um, back to Jess if you have any, uh, any other news for uh, us. Yeah, I do. Oh my goodness, it's one of those days. Like I said, working on no coffee, Wonder Bar. Um, North Korea, North Korea is testing DMR on the ham radio bands. Wow, this is, this is nuts. Uh, it's DR, DRM. DRM, and, and what sorry. DRM is is a I, digital I, I read form. It, I read it backwards, leave me alone, I'm dyslexic. And what DRM is is a digital form of shortwave. Ah, not, that Not as good as, it. really oh. not as good as the analog form, but whatever. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you for explaining that to me. I'm like, wait a minute. I know what DMR is. That's something totally different. DRM, not really. <coughs> Uh, radio, radio World reports North Korea has returned to digital radio broadcasting after an absence of two years. Hmm, interesting. I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> the, latest, the latest digital radio mon monorail, I'm guessing, yeah. shortwave transmitting will begin in mid-August. Uh, the country has had a period of DRM broadcasts for many years, for many years, and it's gone clear at this time, however, whether current series of transmissions will be in, will soon end, or be the start of regular service, so they've been on and off, on and off, on and off for a while. Nobody has any idea if they're going to continue to do it, or if they're, um... Just going to say, screw it, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, nobody actually knows what is going on. Hey, what do you expect? It's North Korea. They're not going to tell us anything. Um, thus far, all the latest tra um, test transmissions have taken place on, three, on uh, 350, 60 kilohertz. I have no idea where that would be. Yeah, the, the, amateur, the amateur radio bands. It's oh, the, they're yeah. broadcasting in, the, in our allocated bands. Yeah, and it says right here, which is actually for amateur radio use. According to um, 
radio enthusiasts in the region, in North Korea, the signal has been very clear and very audible, so they're doing something right. Um, kind of, kind of gets me a little confused as to why they want to. Aren't they, don't they usually cut themselves off? Yeah, we don't know what ulterior motives they have, but they're broadcasting yes. in the amateur bands instead of in the uh, broadcast AM shortwave bands. Um, and, and, hmm. and that's, that's the problem. All right, we will be right back with our guest and our guest guest over <laughs> you know, the corner and one NHT is who, who, who's yeah, here Yeah, he's kind of well. hiding a little bit. Um, we will be, we will be uh, back uh, right after this break. You're listening to um, Ham On on WTBR. I'm sorry for the delay. Like I said, no coffee. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area. Frost advisory in effect from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. EDT Thursday. Today, partly sunny this morning, then clearing. Patchy fogs this morning. Highs in the mid-60s. Northeast wind around 5 miles per hour. Tonight, clear. Areas of frost with patchy fog after midnight. Lows in the mid-30s. East wind around 5 miles per hour in the evening, becoming light and variable. Weather forecasts for WTBR-FM are provided by the National Weather Service. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. You think you know what radio is, but there is a radio you may not have yet discovered. Amateur radio, or as it is often called, ham radio. You can talk to the world. Hey, Yoshi, you're my first contact with Japan. Help when disasters strike. The hurricane emergency net is now open for priority traffic. Or make friends worlds away. G'day, mate. Beautiful day here out in Australia. I'll tell you what, the waves of... Say hello to the world via amateur radio. The ARRL, the National Organization for Amateur Radio, can teach you how. Visit HelloRadio.org and say hello to ham radio. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne. For many years, you know I've had a drink problem and I'm, I'm trying to battle that problem every single day. But one thing I don't do, I don't drive my car when I'm drinking. I get someone to drive me. Do not drink and drive. It's the stupidest thing. If you drink, just don't drive. Not only are you going to hurt yourself, you may hurt some other person and you wouldn't want that on your country, would you? A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. And we're back to Ham On. Hi, on guys. WTBR-FM. With us in studio, and, and, and you got to love her. She drove all the way from the eastern end of the state to be here. Oh, thank goodness. We have Marsha Ford, KW1U, who is the section, ma section traffic manager. I, I promoted you. The section <laughs> traffic manager for tongue -tie, tongue -tie. Massachusetts. And also in the corner, which nobody can see, <laughs> our, our, our friend Jason, <laughs> who I'm not even going to pronounce the last name because it just doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> N1NHT. My last name is Fostier. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> He's here as well. So uh, let's get to the, the, let's uh, do this. Uh, Marcia, thank you for being here, especially to drive across the state um, to do to do our little show here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, would you? Well, I'm uh, 
what can I say? Uh, I've been, uh, I was originally from Ohio and through various means, I migrated to Massachusetts in 1968. <clears throat> uh, I have no association with ham radio until uh, 1973. Uh, oh, wow. I, I have a son, my oldest son uh, was in middle school and uh, in those days, the town of Concord offered summer school courses for kids to keep them busy. Um, the practice, I regret, uh, stopped shortly after that. But anyway, mm. uh, there was a ham in Concord who taught Morse code to the middle school kids in summer school. And my son oh, thought nice. that sounded interesting. So he and some of his friends took this course. And uh, Ham also taught them a little bit of basic electronics and uh, FCC regulations so that they could get their uh, novice license. That was the entry-level license at that time. So he got on the air. We got um, some very basic, I think we spent $135 on equipment. <clears throat> oh, wow. Uh, but he was able to get on the air, and he had fun talking to his friends and so forth. And Meanwhile, trying to get his parents uh, into ham radio, I'm sure, so <laughs> he could get better equipment, but anyway, that's another story. Um, so uh, I tried off and on. Um, at that time, we needed to know Morse code to get an FCC license. Only five words a minute, but that's a little harder than it seemed to me. And I yeah, stopped yeah. and started studying, and <laughs> I'd get busy, and then I'd start again later on. And finally, by 1980, well, he had bought a car. He sold all of his equipment to get a car for $500. Oh, goodness. And uh, he was still in high school, and I wanted to try and keep him off the streets and back on Amarillo. So that was my motivation. I decided I, I would I, put some money down and buy some equipment. And uh, once I put my money down, I said, now I got to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I put forth a bigger effort, and I did, went for my license, and I got it in 1980, finally. And oh, wow. I got on the air at that time. Nice. So I spent uh, the first year just uh, making, having fun with it, making contacts, uh, all on Morse code because the novice class license, so we couldn't get on voice at that time. Uh, oh, wow. So, but, you know, it was slow speed. But um, <clears throat> I remember one experience. Uh, my son was sitting with me, and I was working some people on uh, CW and uh, 15 meters, uh, which is a very long-distance band. And my son says, Mom, somebody's <coughs> calling you. Well, they were calling on voice. They were calling my call sign on voice. I didn't even recognize it. I was used to hearing it at Morse code, but I didn't even recognize it on voice. But I had a, a, an interesting conversation with this man from South Africa. So it was uh, had a lot of experiences working people wow. all over the world. But my son had been into um, message handling. He checked into the nets in the area. And uh, so I had some exposure to it. And after a year, I decided I would try. And uh, I just started copying everything. Uh, my Morse code was sort of marginal uh, because they were a little higher speed, but um, 
I would write everything down. I began to increase my code speed, and I also began to learn <coughs> how nets were operated. And I finally got up the courage to check in. So uh, that's how I initially got started. And, and checking into the nets is um, what encouraged me to upgrade my license so that I could have more privileges, get on voice, and uh, get on I, other nets. I can't believe you had to start on Morse code. I heard Morse code is extremely hard to get into. For some people it is. I know my husband at the time, he wouldn't even learn. I mean, he was an electrical engineer, but he refused oh, to wow. learn code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some people, it's very difficult. Uh, for me, uh, it came fairly, once I learned it, it's now become a second language, and uh, oh, wow. and it's no longer required to get a license now, which is yeah. good for some people, but uh, we find a lot more people getting interested in it just because it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's different. You can talk to people, and others don't know what you're saying. So it's kind of so. So going from making contacts and and message hunting, how did you uh, get to where you are now? Is uh, first tell us what what the responsibilities are of of section traffic manager. <laughs> I'm sure because this is this is a, 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 a ARRL level position. You were appointed by. Uh, whoever the section manager was at that time. So how did you go from, I'm just going to take some traffic, to running half the nets in Massachusetts? <laughs> well, I think the main job of the section traffic manager is getting other people to do the work. <laughs> 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 and Peter's That's a prime example, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but <laughs> how did I get there? Well. Uh, actually, I was section traffic manager back in the uh, in the 80s. Um, we had a section man uh, well, we had a section traffic manager then, uh, Jim Hathaway, <coughs> WA1TBY. He was uh, uh, well known in traffic circles, and um, <clears throat> Jim needed to go to work in the evenings for a while, period about five years. So he uh, wasn't going to be around on the net. So he asked me. This was in '83. And uh, so I said, okay, I've been checking into a lot of nets, so I, I knew the routine. So I worked as a section traffic manager at that time. And Jim finally retired, and I said, you want your job back? He said, oh, sure. So that was, that was it for them. But I went on to other things. Uh, I became involved in the upper-level nets uh, that encompassed greater areas, region nets and area nets, which incorporated the whole eastern seaboard. And oh, eventually, wow. uh, Transcontinental Corps, or TCC, which uh, connects the three areas of the country to exchange messages. And uh, Holy crap. So I've, <laughs> I've done that for quite a long time. I became a TCC director in, in 1984. But uh, back in, and I had to go back and look, because I said, what have I been doing at this time around? And uh, I went back in my computer, and I said, oh. Night, uh, 2011, and uh, the uh, section traffic manager at that time, Jim Ward, and one LKJ, he was trying to resign. He was his family situation was changing, and uh, Phil Temple's K9HI was section manager at the time, and he said, uh, "Couldn't we get you to take that job?" And I said, well, I have to get rid of a few other jobs I was doing because as TCC director and I was also staff chair of 
of uh, the Eastern Area staff, which encompassed all the region and area net managers, TCC directors. So I found somebody to take over part of that, and so I took the job, and I'm still doing it since 2011. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, and, and what, you know, for, for the people, for the listeners out there, especially our non-hams, what, what is the exact duties of a section traffic manager? Well, I oversee the nets in the various areas of Massachusetts. Um, I was in Massachusetts. We actually have two sections, uh, ARL field sections, Eastern and Western Mass. And uh, I got asked if I would also cover Western Mass. I actually live in Eastern Mass, <coughs> although kind of near the border. And the Western Mass section manager said, oh, yes. Uh, anyway, I uh, oversee the nets. Uh, I make sure that the nets have managers who are actually doing the job. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you disappearing to, Peter? And make sure that training is going on and. Uh, the things we want to encourage people and when new people check in I try to keep in touch with them and um, see that there's training for uh, the various nets and I try to encourage the net managers to do some training um, I keep records and keep uh, the uh, our website uh, which is ema.arrl.org that's uh, available to anybody um, and we have information there on both Eastern and Western Mass as far as the national traffic cons system is concerned. Oh wow. Uh, and that's kind of what I do. Um, we There's a there's a, a, a whole bunch of traffic we pass um, on the official side um, we have the, the radiograms and that, but Jason pointed out as we're, we're doing this that there's a trivia traffic stuff. I guess passing traffic, any kind of traffic, is good training for our NCS people. Um, so Trivia traffic can be really good because you have to think of how to condense the answer down to, well, you know, well, the very short but paragraph. We'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll get into some various messages here in a few minutes. Um, Marcia, uh, explain to the non-hams out there, because us hams, we've already had the, training, <laughs> the crash training course and how, how this all works, but for the non-hams or the listeners that are sitting on the fence, this is, this is Ham On, by the way, on WTBR-FM. Uh, for the non-hams sitting on the fence, because this is getting more interesting week by week. Hopefully, uh, we can get some more people here. What is the Hopefully. NTS, the National Traffic System, and how does it all work from getting messages from point A to point B? Uh, the nat National Traffic System is a network that covers the whole United States. Um, and we're able to, through a series of relays, get messages from point A to point B, uh, no matter where they are. Um, <clears throat> we also cover Canada, and we're branching out now into Europe and, and uh, Asia, specifically Australia, New Zealand area. Um, we have a wow. system of nets uh, that meet on a regular basis, a daily basis, most of them. And uh, people can uh, 
list a message there that you want to go and it's picked up by a liaison station uh, from one layer of net from the local nets to the statewide nets to the regional nets and ultimately the area nets and so forth so uh, these messages are relayed uh, through these various nets until they get to their final destination uh, where they can be delivered by telephone or even hand-delivered if necessary uh, when the systems are all down. And, and this system worked very well in Hurricane Maria, um, the force of 50 that went to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. um, we got a lot, of, I think 7,000 health and welfare messages that left the island and went to went through NTS to various states um, for to tell people, hey, we're okay, we're good. Um, we well, survived. no other means of communication was working uh, at every, that time. Everything was down. Cell phone towers was down, and, and the electrical grid was down, and the island was devastated. Um, I, I haven't seen a lot coming out of the Bahamas. Have you seen a lot of H&W uh, messages coming out of the Bahamas? I've not seen. I don't think I've even seen any out of Bahamas. I remember out of Puerto Rico, which is surprising to me, but uh, uh, no, I haven't seen any. And, and we pass we pass a lot of traffic, and, and we can always use traffic handlers, especially because I'm assistant section traffic manager for Western Massachusetts, and we have a lot of check-ins and not a lot of people taking traffic. In fact, the only one really yeah. taking traffic is NYYCW, Bruce Pierce, who will be here next week um, for the show. But um, there's a lot of traffic going in. Um, like I said, we have the health welfare messages. We have what we plan routine messages. A lot of stuff K1 No JO and or and, and NX9K and, and Jason's pointed something out that uh, <coughs> the trivia. We even do trivia traffic. So Jason, real quick, if you want to tell us in a few words what trivia traffic is all about. Well, sh should I do this in like a radiogram form with just no, five just, by five? No, just 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 kind of explain. Remember, we have a lot of non-hams <laughs> listening to the show, going, "What are these people talking about?" So, kind of kind of put so, it in very simple terms. Yeah, trivia traffic is well. There's this website, and I will give the website momentarily when I bring it back up. Uh, but you can go on and you can find these trivia questions that are in radiogram format. And you pick any question you want. Uh, they instantly put a random one up on the front page. But you can go through and choose uh, any of these trivia questions. And you fill out a radiogram, as you would passing any NTS traffic. And you put the answer. You send the answer to the person who left a question. And you send it over through the radio <clears throat> uh, during a traffic net or whatnot. And... Uh, the questions aren't hard. The, the point isn't to stump you in a question. The, the, the point of the whole thing is just to get you to fill out a radiogram and send it, you know, just for the practice. In order to generate traffic, pretty much. Yeah, and it, and it could just be, it could be simple, simple, simple questions. Um, I was going to bring one up really quick, but um, <laughs> I um, forgot. But the, uh, I caught the, their website was a long, drawn-out website, and I asked them to shorten it up for sharing purposes. So it's a... Exactly. Uh, so they gave me a tiny URL, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com. Now, what is that? A forward slash, I think. Forward slash trivia traffic, T-R-I-V-I-A-T-R-A-F-F-I-C. And you can just go there. And you can even put your own questions uh, 
when you when you post a question, you try to put it in radiogram, and you yeah. you, you post it like a radiogram. So with your oh, header, okay. your header, and uh, your information, so they can send it back to you, and then you yeah. put the question usually in the five by five <clears throat> format, five lines, five uh, five, car- five um, Pete, help me with the word here, five words. Yeah, five, <laughs> five words per line. Five, five words per line. So five across oh, and five down. Okay. So you, you forgot your training. Yeah, tw- tw- <laughs> so twenty. Try to keep it within the twenty-five word uh, thing. Which remember your training. And, and, and Jason, <laughs> yes, Jason is actually one of my backup NCS. He's he's a truck driver, folks. When I have time. When he has time in, in the area, he actually will run a net or two for me and pass some traffic for me while he's driving. And when Echolink comes on, I'll Echolink be able to comes do that back again. on, which the Echolink will be back on early next month. There's a couple of things I have to order for it, but uh, <laughs> I try to do this with no money. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, thanks, Jason. Wait, um, no money? I give you money. I need $30 for my heart. Where did you get your radio from? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, the radio. Donation <laughs> from NHT Transportation. Donation from NHT Transportation. Uh, okay, thanks, thanks Jason. Um, the, 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 the big question, Marcia, is in this day and age of Internet and YouTube, well, not YouTube, but Skype and instant messaging, um, how important still is passing radio traffic through MTS? Well, there's always the possibility, and it does happen, that uh, infrastructure goes down. The Internet is not available. Uh, cell phones may be inoperable, whether the towers are down or whether they become overloaded. And uh, people want to get uh, a word about uh, loved ones or friends and family. Uh, in amateur radio, a lot of amateurs are able to get on the air. <coughs> Many amateurs have backup yeah. systems, battery, uh, generator power, and so forth, even in an infrastructure uh, uh, being down. And uh, hams are able to get messages through where very often uh, the infrastructure is not. So uh, we put ourselves out there. Uh, we're available to be called on as needed. Just like, just like what's going on in Nevada with the with the news at the top of the hour with uh, Area Fifty One, they're all out there. Uh, and the thing is that we can run portable. We can take batteries and throw antennas up, and we can operate anywhere. Hence, hence Field Day. Um, yeah, what, I was gonna say for non-hams that don't know, uh, Field Day is when you. Guys, when hams go ahead and don't they like train during that time? Well, yeah, you know, field day is a 24 to operation. Know, to know to go on the go, and then you're not always going to have a setup with like a generator or something like that. F- field day is, is, is a 24 operation where we go somewhere. Um, no bark, <laughs> actually, no bark didn't do one this year, but we go somewhere, we operate for 24 hours. And, and make contacts. Um, there's also points, <coughs> if I remember. There's points because what the, the section manager will send will send out actual traffic. You get points for that. You get points. I think some of the other NTS officials will will send traffic. You also get points. Uh, but your very usually clubs set up an operation somewhere using a non-commercial power. Uh, but they can try to get points by making contacts uh, over this 24-hour period. But they can, if they send a formal radiogram to your section manager or your section emergency coordinator, or um, you get points for that, and you get points for sending just regular grams, radiograms to friends and family. You can get up to send up to 10 messages and get 
I believe it's 100 points for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's a good thing. And it's good practice for deployment in mm -hmm. case something goes, something goes wrong. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. <laughs> uh, oh, um, Marsha actually is in charge of a lot of nets, both on VHF and HF. Um, she's in, you know, she does checks in the first region net, which is thirty nine forty eight kilohertz at two forty five and four fifteen. But I fear with daylight savings ending, those times will be changing shortly. Um, we also have the EA uh, Eastern Area Net, which is, if you want to kind of explain what the Eastern Area Net is for our listeners. Well, the Eastern Area Net <coughs> is a wide area coverage net, and we have check-ins from all the way from Florida to Maine and out as far west as Michigan and Ohio. And uh, they are liaisons from the various regions. In the Eastern Area, we have four, four or five regions. One, two, three, four, and eight, five regions of liaisons from these different regions, different parts of the, the eastern area. Uh, check in and uh, exchange traffic there. And uh, we have, this is on 40 meters, so we have fairly good coverage on 40, except <laughs> when propagation is not available. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard. <laughs> and then we have fun trying to pass messages through a series of relays, and, and usually that works. Too. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard you trying to <laughs> pick up the traffic on there one time, and propagation just was not working with him today. He could barely hear. He barely he hear, but if he hears somebody, anything. we can usually, sometimes it takes more than one relay, but usually yeah. through relays, we can get a message to him for for anywhere in the New England area. You're listening to Ham On on WTBR-FM. And, and speaking of that, it, it's, yep. it's really, really funny. Um, and I, I, we've talked off air before about this, but when I was up in Zen 4th Ave here in Pittsfield, I never heard you at all. <laughs> never. <laughs> I, I, she, you know, Ralph and uh, N1LAH and, K, and K1UAF would, would be in there and say, KW1's in there. KW1U's in there. I never heard her. I move over to where I am now, which is out in the middle of almost nowhere, uh, <laughs> out in the woods, and, and Marsh is one of the strongest stations that come in now uh, between Marsh and Betsy. Everybody else could change the area. Have it, change it, propagation. It's, propagation is a very tricky, tricky thing. You could be, and I'm sure Marsha will agree, and Jason will agree. You could be in one spot, and you could hear everything. You move five feet, you're not hearing anything. Well, I do that with my tractor trailer. Just move five inches with my tractor trailer, and I get. Oh, wow, there I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't hear me for a second. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm in my tractor trailer, and I talk on the radio, and you can't hear me, and then I'll just move the move the truck forward like five inches, and then everyone hears me. Yeah, pr propagation is a really really tricky thing, but even for you shortwave listeners, you can hear us. Um, we're on 39.48 kilohertz at 2.45 and 4.15 for the first region net, and you'll probably be hearing my mouth today <laughs> since I have to, since um, I have to NCS it when I get out of here. Uh, and then e, and then EAN is 7.222. If there's good propagation, if there's not, we're, we kind of have to play with it, but. Um, there's there's more than just EAN. I mean, Marsha, you're more than just in charge of just you know, handling EAN and FRN. You've got two meter nets, um, the heavy hitters traffic net. You've got 
Um, how many how many nets do you think that you get? I mean, I know I get reports and give you reports from WMEN and Cycle One, Cycle Two of, of Western Mass. But how many nets do you really have to deal with every week? Well, we have, of course, in in Western Mass, you have those three nets that you just mentioned. Uh, and then in Eastern Mass, well, there's another one actually that's in the Western Mass section. There's a Central Mass net that's on the Paxton repeater in Worcester County. And oh, then wow. in Eastern Mass, we have the heavy hitters, which is wide area because they link a number of repeaters. Um, and plus they have Echolink availability. So some people <laughs> can come in from as far away as Florida, Western Mass, and so forth um, into the heavy hitters traffic net. And then we have one on the Boston repeater we have one down on the Cape and Islands. Uh, so there are a lot of two meter nets. And then we have, of course, our section net uh, that's on 3978 uh, kilohertz that runs just Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's a voice net. And then we have also a CW net for those who enjoy CW. And we run at a fairly comfortable speed, but we will slow down for anyone who <laughs> wants to try it. Slow down to whatever speed you check in. Uh, but that's on uh, 35, 65 kilohertz at 7 p.m. Uh, and it is a section-wide net, so we invite people, CW people, to check in there. Now we, we've been talking a lot about phone nets, um, voice nets, but there's way more to NTS and, and passing traffic than just um, phone nets either on the repeaters or on on HF. Um, there's, what, digital modes, there's packet, there's CW. Um, why don't you, uh, would you like to uh, tell us a little bit about those modes? Well, we talked a little bit about the CW. Um, we also run uh, PacTor and Packet um, using computers and a terminal node controller. Uh, we, the Packet network runs 24-7. It's one of the advantages of that, the, the digital network. Uh, we cover the country. Uh, we have... Um, area hubs. I run a hub for New England and also I'm the gateway to uh, to Europe. I conduct a really regular daily schedule with a station in Germany and uh, we can send ham, a, ham to ham traffic. That has to be one heck of a skip. It's actually ham to ham traffic because we don't have third party agreement uh, with, oh, uh, with most European countries. But anyway, the, uh, we also have local outlets on what we call packet radio. Uh, which is on VHF, two meters. Uh, but that's a little problematic getting messages from one part of the state to the other. Um, but it, it's available and accessible on HF or VHF. Um, and as I say, it's, it's nationwide. It runs 24-7. And we can handle large volumes of traffic. If you have, say, uh, you're in a shelter and you may have uh, hundreds of messages to go out, uh, the computer just keeps pushing them out. It doesn't care how many there are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of modes, and and uh, I I believe firmly as as every amateur should be a member of Aries. Every amateur should be able to take traffic. Um, I know here in in, in Pittsfield, um, we have the two cycles of our Western Mass traffic net cycle one at 10 a.m., which of course we're missing because I won't be back in time. <laughs> but cycle <laughs> cycle two at, at 1 p.m. Um, we the, the downside here is we're not getting we're getting a lot of traffic. I have God knows how many on the on my board, um, but we're not getting a lot of people to uh, to I have pass no, traffic. I don't know. I know you have like a 
book. We what had, is it called? A book. Yeah, I have which, no idea right, what a which, book is. Which I think was W1HAI now when we get on uh, Heavy Hitters. Traffic net causes east-west connection because it seems like me and Marsh are always passing traffic back and forth on, on the heavy here's traffic net. But um, he, we're, we're, I mean, we get 20, 15, 20 check-ins average every day, and three people are taking traffic. Um, and I know we need we need more people to take traffic, and, and we can give. Out, I've given out. Um, I've done training courses on K1FFK. Uh, we have kind of, we used to have, I haven't really had time to get the, uh, the, the rag chew net in there, the newcomer's round table because of everything else. I got more projects than you can believe <laughs> other, than, uh, other than doing this once a week, trying to get my repeater up, trying to get um, better antennas up so, so be, be because of uh, 80 meters, which keeps setting off my smoke detectors, but that's a story yeah. in and of itself. Yeah, it's, but, kind of, it's kind of hard when you're but, trying to communicate and you're hearing evacuate, evacuate, uh, uh, evacuate. Does right. it actually say that evacuate? Yeah, <laughs> our, our, our smoke detector actually says evacuate. And, and thanks oh, to wow. Jason and one NHT, I've got a new um, radio that's going to be on Echolink as soon as I order like a new hard drive. I, my hard drive quit my computer so I need a new hard drive and I need well, a new yeah, cable it's to, like, what, 13 to, years to old? connect to the radio. But anyway, we need, um, we need more traffic handlers. Um, I, you know, we get a lot of check-ins on um, both cycles, but we don't have the people to take traffic. So when we come back from the break, we're going to discuss hopefully how we can get more people besides listening to this radio station, more people into traffic handling. Uh, you're listening to Hamon and WTBR. We'll be back in a few minutes. WTBR Ridge on weather for the Pittsfield area. Frost advisory in effect from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. EDT Thursday. Today, partly sunny this morning, then clearing. Patchy fog this morning. Highs in the mid-60s. Northeast wind around 5 miles per hour. Tonight, clear. Areas of frost with patchy fog after midnight. Lows in the mid-30s. East wind around 5 miles per hour in the evening. Becoming light and variable. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, call 1-800-931-0800 or log on to our website, stjude.org. In the early hours,
hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disasters strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. The Berkshire's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And welcome back to Ham On here in uh, WTBR-FM. Uh, we were talking during the commercial break, um, Jason mentioned uh, the public service events. Um, <laughs> we, we, we do do public service events, and we were talking about the Pumpkin Patrol, which we don't do here in western Massachusetts. Um, we do do it in eastern New York. And I know some of the broadcast of this radio station goes into ENY. Um, but, yeah, public service <laughs> events, I mean, we don't really pass traffic at the, at the public service mm -hmm. events, but um, we, do, uh, we do that stuff. I mean, getting in the ham radio, there's, there's a lot you can do. We're, we're talking with Marsha Ford, KW1U, who's the section traffic manager um, for the entire Commonwealth of Massachusetts, mm -hmm. <laughs> who keeps me very busy when I'm not doing this show. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No um, pressure. What would you, uh, what would you tell our listeners, especially the ones sitting on the fence, the inspiring hams, going? This show gets more interesting every week. Maybe I should go take a test about getting into either you know public service areas or especially what we're talking about today, the NTS. And radiograms and passing traffic. What, what would be your suggestion, and what would you tell them if some of them were actually sitting in this studio with us right now? Well, a lot of people are um, thinking uh, amateur radio is something of the past, with internet and cell phones and whatnot, and instant gratification. Uh, perhaps uh, thinking that amateur radio is that still around? But it most definitely is. There's a lot of fun things to do in amateur radio. And, um, of course, I'm partial to one of them, and that is the uh, message handling. Um, but we do public events as well, uh, public service. And we feel that even what we're doing is messaging is a public a service to the public. But we do encourage people to, um, to investigate, look at the various activities, and uh, hopefully choose public service is one of the reasons that amateur radio exists according to the FCC it's uh, one of the things that uh, allow us to have so many uh, frequencies that we have and so many opportunities but uh, mesh, uh, traffic handling of course is my thing and I found it made a lot of friends all over the country uh, through this and a feeling of gratification that I we have a service that's available whenever it's called upon to use. Um, exactly. So I would encourage people to um, get more information about amateur radio and certainly get involved and those who are already involved. Uh, look into the message handling and public service events. It's a great activity and very worthwhile and gets you prepared for uh, any emergencies that may come up. And, and I figured this out through through the three or four years that I've been doing this. That I think what ninety we we'll say I guess to me ninety percent of 
Amateur radio operators started off on 27 megahertz <laughs> on the CB bands. Um, like Marcia stated earlier, you don't need Morse code or anything anymore. It's, it's a simple 35 question test to get into, um, to, get, to get the ticket, to get the license, good for 10 years. But if somebody wanted to like go for your job, and it's not me, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, assistant section traffic manager is just fine. But if somebody out there listening said, "Ooh, Marcia's got a cool job," um, how would how would one proceed to kind of get into what you're doing as far as uh, section traffic manager? Well, first thing is to get involved in traffic nets, learn all about it, learn how to do it, learn how to be in that control. Um, take on the job, volunteer, um, and you'll learn a lot. And uh, ultimately, I'm going to decide to, I think, somebody else ought to do this job. It's happened before. <laughs> uh, so uh, just get all the experience you can, and uh, one of these days you may be asked to do it. Uh, and It's true. And this is actually an appointed position because I know um, Marcia recommended me for ASTM and then Ray, KB1LRL, actually had to come out and say, go for it, nice job. <laughs> but these, these are appointed positions through the ARRL. So the American Radio Relay League is, is kind of in this and you kind of have to be a member. Um, and where, you know, where, where are some of the other qualifications if somebody wants to say, oh, we got some stuff that we can try to get into here. Maybe I can go for Ray's job or go for Marsha's job or you can go for my job, too. But you have a couple of, well, you had a couple of assistant section traffic managers that you, um, you don't appoint, per se, but you recommend. I mean, you had uh, Greg, um, who... Um, you can you know talk a little bit about Greg, who is your your Eastern Mass Assistant Section Traffic Manager, who is Silent Key. Um, For people that don't know what Silent Key means, it means he passed. He had passed a, away. Yeah, it's a, when amateur radio operators passed away, um, we call them Silent Keys. In fact, one of my friends from Maine Potato Net um, was SK after Monday KC three JBS Bob, who we just talked oh, to really? on the Maine Potato Net on Saturday, who's now Silent Key, but. Oh my um, goodness! Really? Yeah, you 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 don't appoint the assistant section traffic managers. You you make recommendations. The actually the second section manager in a in a section um, a position he does the appointing, um, the appoint because he's appointed by the ARL and authorized to make these appointments. But um, I recommend certain people. Um, I can appoint net managers as section traffic manager, but um, the section traffic manager and assistant job are actually appointed by the section manager, as are various other field appointments. Um, but it, the thing is to just get the experience and take part and uh, uh, do what you can to help. Uh, Greg uh, started checking into our nets about, I think, three or four years ago. Uh, very active. He was handling traffic. He uh, finally became the net manager position of the Boston area, Boston repeater net, the Eastern Mass two meter net, uh, became available and he offered to help out with that and he became a net manager. I appointed him. And uh, then uh, we didn't used to have an assistant section traffic manager official position, uh, but that uh, became a 
available and uh, I asked Greg if he'd be interested in doing that and he, he definitely was so he is right now I do not have an assistant section traffic manager in Eastern Mass um, I'm looking around to see what's available but uh, minutes left in the show we did good marcia thanks for being here it was a pleasure um and, 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 and for anybody who wants to traffic handle cycle one and cycle two of the western mass traffic net uh cycle one is 10 a.m monday through well seven days a week um and cycle two is 1 p.m monday through saturday and then 10 and then seven days a week too uh, and you can get, you can brain get farting over there brain farting brain farting <laughs> uh, uh, too too much stuff and i'm not net manager for and you have coffee yeah, what, yeah. what is your excuse you have coffee uh, i have and, no coffee and and i'm over here brain farting man what and, the heck and, and i'm net manager for cycle one <laughs> bruce and one ycw who will be here next week to talk about the fall foliage parade is is net manager for cycle two but i'd like to thank marcia kw1u for for driving almost three hours for an hour show <laughs> yeah. and, and and jason and yes, one nht for for thanks for having being, me in pete for being on the radio today we are this will be rebroadcast thursday 10 30 or 10 p.m on pittsfield community television and we are simulcast. You have to keep the schedule in mind. And we are we are simulcast live um, right now as we speak. Uh, personal appearance: Me and Jesse will be at the Alzheimer's Walk in Adams on and Saturday. And that'll be at the Adams Visitor Center on Three Hughes Street in Adams. <laughs> and Jason's over here so laughing sorry. for some reason. From seven from seven thirty a.m. to noon. Uh, any any yes, any last uh, any last comments from from anybody in the panel here while we still have a couple of minutes? <laughs> no, I'm just glad I got to come hang out and check this out. Yeah, this is this is this is a great place here. WTBR FM. You're listening to the Ham on. Um, final thoughts, Marcia, on on traffic handling and NTS and getting people into this. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to you, Peter, for taking on as net manager and all the traffic that you handle and all the nets and uh, being my assistant. And it's really appreciated. Peter's doing a great job. So anyone out here in this part of the state interested in getting involved, please uh, get in touch with Peter. I think he's pretty easy to find. And uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. You make a lot of good friends, and uh, it, it's a very rewarding what, experience. What's your email, Pete? KD2JKV at ARRL. Or KD2JKV at gmail.com. You can get me at gmail. <laughs> you can get me on Facebook. You can <laughs> get me on Zello. Uh, you, can, you can get me through the Ham on Facebook page. And if anybody wants to be part of this show, www.facebook.com dot com backslash ham jam tv and marcia thank you for putting so much trust in what i do here in western mass um i yeah there's we, we didn't even have time to discuss the, the 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 reports and everything that have to go in but this is a really organized thing and and i we need especially me 
over here in Western Mass need a more traffic handlers. Um, Bruce um, does a good job at, at, at passing traffic, and he takes everything that I give him. Um, <laughs> but we, we need more traffic handlers. And, and if you're if you are a uh, ham, and we got we got to wrap up here. But if you are a ham, K one FFK one forty six dot nine one. And if you want to know more about traffic handling or passing traffic, get a hold of me, KD2JKV at gmail.com. This has been Ham On on WTBR-FM, and we will see you next week. Have a good morning.